0: This gospel message is brought to you by the Redeemed Christian Church of God, Fountain of Love, Aberdeen, UK. Open your heart to receive this life changing word of God. Um, Seven verses, Psalm 94 from verse number one, Psalm chapter 94. And beginning from verse number one, O Lord God, to whom vengeance belongeth, O God, to whom vengeance belongeth, show thyself. Number two, lift up thyself, thou judge of the earth. Render a reward to the proud. Number three, Lord, how long shall the wicked, how long shall the wicked triumph Number four, how long shall they utter and speak hard things and all the workers of iniquity boast themselves? They break in pieces thy people, O Lord, and afflict thy heritage. Verse number six, they slay the widow and the stranger and murder the fatherless. Verse seven, yet, everybody say yet. They say the Lord shall not see. Neither shall the God of Jacob regard it. Now in Romans chapter 12 verse 19, uh, if you can get that very quickly, Romans chapter 12 verse 19. Dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves, but rather give place unto wrath. For it is written, vengeance is mine. I will repay. Say it who? The Lord. Lord. Can I hear you say amen? Amen. Now, I don't know if what I have is for everyone, but I believe God sent me to meet a need in this house this morning. And uh, by the way of introduction, I want to say that we are living in the world of oppression. We are living in a world of what? Oppression. I don't know what's going on in Aberdeen here, but. I came from Nigeria. Can I hear you say amen now? The word of oppression. The rich, they are oppressing the poor. The strong, they are oppressing the weak. Masters are oppressing their servants. The great are oppressing the the small. The men in authority, they are oppressing the common man. The commoners. Those who have been able to acquire wealth, they use their wealth to oppress the poor. The chiefs, those title, traditional title holders, they are oppressing the commoners. Leaders are oppressing their followers. This is real. As I travel around the world, I see oppression. And um, I had to be very frank and sincere to you. Some people are living in their own countries as second-class citizens. Some of you are in this country, and um, you are not allowed to do things that you really want to do. And of course, some are claiming superiority... Because of the color of their skin. And um, I was talking in the U.S. to a group of men and women. I told them, we were not given opportunity to make the choice of the color of the skin we want to have. And where we should be born around the world. Can I hear you say my now? <laughs> we were not given the opportunity. Somebody shout Hallelujah. So don't you use the color of your skin to oppress someone else? whether you are black or white you are in a higher position you look at yourself and you feel you are greater you have some money you feel you are greater you are educated you feel you are greater nobody can talk where you are talking you you want to put people under I, I come this morning to preach to you on a very significant subject, the God of Vengeance. Can I hear you say the God of Vengeance? I can hear you say that loud. One more time, say the God of Vengeance. Now also, uh, another topic for this message is God retaliate for me. God, God retaliate for me. Can I hear you say amen? David, in the scripture we read, said, O Lord God, to whom vengeance belongeth. O God, to whom vengeance belongeth. Twice, he said, show thyself. Lift up thyself, thou judge of the earth. Render a reward to the proud. I wouldn't have time to talk about pride, but the father and the great-grandfather Of every sin committed in the world today is pride. May God deliver us in Jesus' name. Don't look down or don't rub shoulders with who made you. That was what caused trouble for Lucifer. You know, the word Lucifer is is a Latin word for morning star. God decorated him in the book of Ezekiel 28 because he's in charge of praises to God in heaven. And some number of angels were under him, ministering to God all the time. And so he was almost all the time in the presence of God. And for that, God decorated him, beautify him. And the beauty, the beauty of his body, the decoration of God in him, gotten into his head. The position God gave to him gotten into his head and he began to rub shoulders with who made him. And he got into trouble. And that is what happened. Anytime when you want to challenge those who made you, you will get into trouble. May God deliver us in Jesus' name. Lord, how long shall the wicked, how long shall the wicked triumph? We're in the world where the wickedness is triumphing. Somebody shout fire. I can hear you shout fire. Wickedness is triumphing. In our days before our eyes, and you can talk. And how long shall they utter and speak hard things? And all the workers of iniquity boast themselves. Those who are walking iniquity, they are boasting, they are carrying their shoulders everywhere. They break in pieces the people of God and afflict thine heritage. There are someone here, there are people here this morning, I know somehow you've been pushed against the wall, and you don't have the power to resist. They slay the widow and the stranger, and mother the fatherless. Yet they say, the Lord shall not see, neither shall the God of Jacob regard. Now Paul, in the spirit, advised all believers, he said, avenge not yourself but rather give place unto wrath for it is written vengeance is mine vengeance belong to who to God somebody shout hallelujah I can't hear you shout "Hallelujah." hallelujah we who are Christians where do we run to where do we run to we have a God who is the God of vengeance we have a God. I'm glad to announce to you this morning, the God whom you worship is the God of vengeance. Somebody shout hallelujah. So you don't have to worry. You don't have to worry. You don't have to worry. Today, I come by the spirit of the living God to declare to someone here that the God of vengeance will show up on your behalf. I didn't hear your email loud enough. Let your amen be louder than your neighbor. Amen. Not only will he avenge on your behalf, he will retaliate for you because he said, "Leave vengeance for me; I'll do it better than you." Can I hear you say amen today? Amen. I didn't hear you say louder, amen. amen. When you leave vengeance for God, you will be sorry for your enemies few examples I'm going to give you and I'm going to drop the mic. In 2nd Chronicles chapter 20 verse 1 to 25 about four nations rose up against Israel to fight against King Jehoshaphat. Israel, Jerusalem and Judah put together. The children of Moab, the children of Ammon, the inhabitants of the Mount Seir and one other country. Four of them gathered together to fight against Jehoshaphat and his people. Now ask a question, what did Jehoshaphat do? Jehoshaphat, I mean, the of Jehoshaphat and, and Judah, they didn't do nothing. Can I hear you say amen now? that you went to bed and woke up this morning, somebody is angry. Oh, you may not know. <laughs> somebody shout hallelujah. You are in this country, somebody is angry that you came to this country to study, to work. And to make a living, somebody is just angry. You didn't fly in here with somebody's visa. You flew in here with your visa. Two of us, you went queue on the line, you got your visa. You didn't go there with anybody's name, but somebody is angry because you went to the embassy and you got a visa. Somebody shout fire. I can't hear you. Shout fire. So they rose against Joshua to wipe the whole of Israel and Jerusalem off. The Muslim, I mean, uh, cut a long story short. This is not a, uh, uh, a strange story. You know the story of Jehoshaphat. He called a solemn assembly and they fasted and prayed for three days. In the middle of the fasting, a prophet rose up and told Jehoshaphat, Don't be afraid. And I come to announce to someone this morning, Don't be afraid. Amen. I can't hear you. I say, Don't be afraid. Amen. That battle is not your own. That's what the the, the, the prophet told Jehoshaphat. He said, that battle, the Lord said, leave it for me. I'm here to announce to you that battle you are facing this morning does not belong to you. You have a God who will fight it for you. If you believe that, let your amen be louder now. Now, when Exodus 15 verse 3 says, you know, I was reading the Bible and I saw that scripture. The Lord said, I'm the man of war now why is god a man of war i knelt down and i asked him why, who is coming to heaven to fight you you know what god told me he said i'm a man of war because of you because i want to fight your battles but oh, you are not hearing me this morning god made himself a man of war not because he was afraid of somebody or preparing for someone coming to fight him in heaven somebody shout error Nobody can go to heaven and fight God. God make himself a man of war because of you and I. So anybody try to wage war against you has declared war against the almighty God. Somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah. And God told Joseph, just praise me. Just, just appoint Chorister, sing. Just worship me and I'll do something. And you know the end of the story. God laid an ambushment before the Moabite, the Ammonite, And those from the Mount Seir and the the, the, the fourth country that came together and they began to fight against themselves while the Israelites were praising their God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Can I prophesy to someone this morning? This is the very first Sunday of the month of September. And you have these superstitious believe the embankments are dangerous. They call you from Nigeria. They call you from a country. Be careful, Oh, You've just entered this month Nasoro, Nafie. Where somebody shout fire. fire. I'm not afraid. Look at someone say, neighbor, neighbor, neighbor. neighbor. I am not afraid. Aha! Uh-huh. This month The Lord will remember you. Yeah. If you believe that, let your amen be louder now. I said, let your amen be louder now. God will remember you. Somebody shout it louder. Hallelujah. In anybody who will rise up against you in this ember mortar, I come to this church this Sunday morning to decree and declare that your God will fight for you. He will take over the battle. He took it over from Jehoshaphat, and he finished, God finished work. You know when God goes to war, he finished work. Can I hear you say right now? Amen. What do I mean by he finished work"? All of them started killing themselves until the last person stood up. Why am I the only one standing? Everybody is dead. He carried his sword and pierced himself twice. All of them died. That's what I mean by God finish work. Somebody shout Hallelujah! The last man didn't run. The last man he was, he couldn't run. All his friends and the colleagues are dead, and he was standing. He asked, "Why am I the only one living?" When God finish work for you, your enemies shall be wiped out. Let your amen be louder than your neighbor. Let your amen be louder than your neighbor. I don't worry about the Moabites. I don't worry about the Ammonites. All those coming from Mount Seir, I don't worry about them. Let them go. Even those who are under the sea coming, I don't care. Can I hear you say, I don't care? you have a god who will fight your battle you can go to bed and sleep Psalm 121 and the lord the lord the lord is the one that keep it is where the bible says he will never sleep he will never never slumber when you live to a level you employ a security man at the gate you go to bed and you're panicking No. Can I hear you say no? When you hear you keep on sleeping because you know your security is at the gate. Can I hear you say amen now? You have God protecting you and you are worried. Why worry? When you have the almighty God that great I am that I am protecting you. God is angry when his children are panicking because of the news of battles and enemies and all over. Somebody shout fire. I can't hear you shout fire. This ember the Lord will fight for you. I didn't hear your amen now. I said the Lord will fight your battles. Let the Ammonite gather. Let the Moabite gather. Let them climb down from Seir, Ladies and gentlemen, they will rise against themselves. They will destroy one another. In the name of Jesus Christ. Let me hear the loudest amen now. Second example is Isaiah chapter 36, chapter 37. You'll read those two chapters. I don't have the time, but you will see one king by the name of Sennacherib. Can I hear you say Sennacherib? Say it louder, Sennacherib. He was the king of Syria, and then Syria was a world power, known world power. He was conquering and conquering all the nations around him, and in pride he was killing, wiping of taking countries captives. And he got to Israel. Hezekiah was on the throne, and he sent his servant with a letter to Hezekiah, and said, "Go and tell Hezekiah, I'm coming to kill him and carry all his people captive." And uh, mm, can I hear you say? Mm. In that letter, he made a mistake. He signed his death warrant. He wrote in the letter, I said, tell Hezekiah not to trust in his God, the God of Israel. And tell him, don't trust in that God, though, because I will, with you and your God of Israel, I will defeat you. What an insult. You are, you are, you are insulting me and insulting my God. You put yourself in. Those who are asking you, "This God, when they serve, I go They will put the same in serious trouble. They will put themselves into serious what? Don't worry yourself. Look at someone say, "Neighbor, don't worry yourself. Don't cry. Don't panic." <laughs> you know what Ezekiah did? Ezekiah was worried at first, but somehow. he looked through the letter again and he said, this letter was not really meant for me. So, Ezekiah took that letter and went to church. And he spread the letter on the altar. And he said, God, this letter is not for me. It is written to you. And I know you have a reply. Look at someone, tell him, neighbor, your God has a reply. (laughs) God replies later, so, I hope you know that. God replies letters. Ah! So God read the letter and he saw the insult. He said, okay. Sennacherib, you are insulting me. Got a long story short. He called just one angel. How many angels did he call? Just one. He said, go to the land of Syria, the camp of this Assyrian people. Do what you know how to do best. One angel. How many angels? One. Just one. You don't need two. When God wants to fight for you, you don't need two angels. Just one. And that angel landed. <laughs> In one day, the Bible recorded 185,000 people died. By the next morning, there were corpses everywhere. Somebody shouted, <laughs> One angel is enough to do the work. Am I talking to someone this morning? In this ember mode, I said, One angel is enough to do the work. That case you are, That case you are going through, huh? In the court, one angel is enough. I didn't hear your amen. That immigration case you have, one angel is enough. That your case in the home office, I say one angel is enough. Just one, just one. Can I hear you say just one? Just one angel. When God reply a letter for you, you can be sure. Let God reply that letter. I come to advise you this morning. Step aside. Look at someone's neighbor. Just step aside. It's not your business. Just step aside. Leave it for him. He will take care of it. Somebody shout hallelujah. You serve an awesome, you serve a mighty God. Anybody playing with you is playing with fire. Any wish playing with you is playing with fire. Any habit is playing with you is playing with what? Shout fire! I don't have too much time Sennacherib ran the story went. you say look when you go to the camp all you will see on the floor is dead men." so Sennacherib ran to Nineveh he ran into the house of the goddess that they worship so he was performing sacrifices can you run away from God? Talk to me. Can you run away from God? David said, climb up. He's there. You go down, he'll meet you. Jump into the sea. serpent will pick you up from there. Somebody shot fire. He died a shameful death. You know who killed him? His two sons. While he was worshiping his God, his two sons were provoked. God entered into them. When God will fight for you, Father will kill children. Children will kill father. They, let them go and do fingerprints. They won't see your finger. His two sons came to the back door with dagger. Stabbed their father to death and ran away. That's how Sinakilip died a shameful death for insulting the God of the Israelites. Whoever insulted you and insulted your God shall be in trouble. I don't like your amen at all this morning. Don't insult my God. Look at someone, tell him, neighbor. "Neighbor." Don't insult my God. You will be in trouble. I beg you, don't insult my God. I have two testimonies. I will just give you one because of the time. Okay, I started about 10 minutes to 12. It's quarter past. i still have about 10 minutes here. Yeah? Praise the Lord. <laughs> I'll manage to squeeze the two in. I live in a small town in Agbaro village. Agbaro. Delta State. Those of you who are from Delta, you know. On your way to Ogeli from Warri, you see Agbaro. There was the head of the Oboni. The Oboni. The Oboni. Do you know the Oboni cult? <clears throat> the fourth wife. I heard, it, I heard a crusade. He had a 10 years old child who couldn't walk at the age of 10. The mother carried the child to my crusade. Now, from the altar, the platform, I prayed. The child stood up and began to walk. And the woman gave her life to Jesus. Can I hear you say amen? amen. And became so committed to God in the church. The husband got angry. Now remember, he's a fourth wife, number four wife. So he was angry that I took his wife. So he took a bottle of wine and took 5,000. And I went to the king of Akbar and reported me and sued me. And um, the king asked him what for. He said, Bishop Isaac Etidia took my fourth wife. That's a thank you letter. Your son of 10 years old who could not walk, now walking. To the prayer from a man of God. Now, the only thank you letter you want to write not to go and sue me. So the king apparently is the one that gave me land and built my church. He said, which bishop Isaac? He said, I know him. He has a wife and he has beautiful girls in his church. If he needed a second wife, he's not coming for your fourth wife. (laughs) So, sorry, you can go. The king drove him away. And then the king sent for me. I went there, he said, Bishop, you see that drink? I said, yes, your, 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 your royal highness. That 5,000 there, he said, one man, do you know him? He called the name. I said, yes. He said, husband of one of my members. He said, he's very angry with you that you took his fourth wife. I drove him away, Shao, you don't have a case to answer, go home. I didn't take it to heart. You know, ministry, <laughs> those are the things we suffer, no problem. So the guy didn't stop. When the king refused him, he went to my aunt, the one my mother was next to, and told, went to her and sent her to me. Say said, go and tell your nephew, that pastor, my church is at the new road. He said, that church at the new road, the pastor, I know, say, is your nephew. Go and tell him that I will sue him to seven courts in the realm of the spirit. So my auntie was now Hey, early in the morning, around six a.m., he came knocking my door. My son came and said, "Auntie, want to see you?" I said, "This time, I came and said, Auntie, what's the matter? My son, what did you have with that man? He's dangerous. So I said, I don't have anything with him now. He sent me to tell you you took his fourth wife. He sued you to seven courts. So I, I said seven court. He said yes. Said, okay, go back and tell him." I will sue him to only one God. Funny enough, I didn't even pray. I just told her to tell him I would do what? I will sue him to how many what? One. Just one. Why he's going for seven, I'm going for one. Let's see. I even forgot the whole thing. I came to Scotland here <laughs> to God be the glory. While I was in Scotland here preaching, God visited him. You, you see, I stepped aside. It's so good when you step aside. And watch God do the thing. The man has stroke. Wow, very strong one. Oh. I don't know the degree, whether they have degree, maybe the first degree. So he couldn't walk. He knows the herbs, so he sent out boys and his people, they brought herb. He managed to stand up. He was walking like this. He saw one of my elders on the road. He said, ah, elder, 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 I know you're Elder, please, I have a message for the bishop. My elder stood. He said, go and tell the bishop I didn't mean what I said. So my elder told him, he said, the bishop you are talking about is in Scotland right now. You wait. When he comes, you will hear. Only you carry your leg. Go and tell him you didn't mean what you said. Now, I was still here doing doing my father's business. Before I got home, God visited again. With a second stroke, he didn't survive it. Now he was taking me to seven courts. Mark you, I said I didn't even pray. Because I know the battle wasn't mine. Can I hear you say amen now? Yeah. I went preaching, I, lay, I prayed, and somebody who was sick got well. And somebody's angry with me for that. Is he angry with me? No, he's God. Somebody shot yeah. fire. I can't hear you, shot fire. Now, the interesting part of it, I was not in Nigeria when God was fighting for me. I know the (laughs) house. I prophesied to someone this morning you will not be home when your Father in heaven will be fighting for you. Even in your absence, He will fight for you. While you are sleeping, He will fight for you. When you are at work, He will fight for you. Somebody shout hallelujah. Let me squeeze in the last testimony. Another guy is uh, a traditionalist by the name of Jom, J O M. Those of you who are from Delta, you will hear that name. Um, he's a womanizer when he spins the girls. Any girl that refuses, he has the power spiritually to block the benzo flow of these girls. So these girls would come to me for prayers. So tell me, daddy, me, I no not get below. I didn't sleep with any man. Say said, what? Knew that I would pray. Some of them instantly. The next day, their flow will come. So one day, I went to the post office to check my post office box. He was there. So I checked my box. I was walking. I said, Isaac, stop. He said this. He said, I am binding. You are losing. I'm coming for you. And when Jom tells you he's coming for you, go and beg him. I couldn't reconcile anything he said, but I just went away. It was, it was when I was going, Spirit was telling me he's the one responsible for what was happening. Then my village had an idol, the worship. They brought it in during the the Tatraba wars fighting for them now the war is no more and the Juju refused to go troubling the ladies <laughs> they brought him to fight no more war so he's troubling the girls they can't marry you know so at a point I went to my village for crusade and the idol appeared to the priest and said I cannot handle this fire I'm gone so for about ten years that thing was not active. This same man went to my village and called the elders and told them he has a power to revive the idol. So they paid him 30,000 naira. He went there and spent three days revived revive the idol. Truly, one guy from my village who was a manager in U.S. in Lagos, retired back home, became a president of a customary court. He was sitting on, on his table presiding over a case when the Juju came and arrested him. He, he pulled his shoes off his leg. The driver was outside. The car was outside. He left the shoes, left the car, left the driver. He used his leg, ran to my village three miles. and went inside that little hut, dirty hut that they have for the idol. I was in the U.S. So I came back. They told me, ah, my village Juju has been revived. I said, "Which juju you revive? My village Juju revived. Who did it? They said, it's Joe. I said, okay, no problem. I planned a crusade for my village. I have a lot of instruments. I hired more to add to it. The crusade didn't start 4 p.m. We started 12 midnight. And I made sure I have enough instruments that when I start, whoever is in bed will wake up. So we started 12 midnight. We started praises. I climbed the podium and I preached. And I cursed that idol. I rained down the fire of God. The same night, the idol appeared to the same man and told him, the fire has come again. I can't stay in this village. So Juju fled again. Two weeks later, some bandits came and stole the images of the Juju from the little hut. And that was the end of Juju today. So, the story went this way. I went to post office again. We usually meet at the post office. <laughs> so he was talking with one chief, and I, was, I checked my box. I was going away. I didn't talk. He said, Isaac, come back. So I went back. He said, you didn't greet us. I said, I'm sorry, sir. You were busy discussing. I didn't want to interfere. He said, I know you are proud. Then he said, your days are numbered. My days are what? Numbered? Fine. I'm a deeper life product No quarrel. I didn't talk. I went into my car. As I entered the car, I wanted to start the engine. The Holy Spirit tapped my shoulder. He said, Did you hear what the man just told you? I said, Yes, of course. He said, Your days are numbered. I said, Yes. What did you tell him? I said, I didn't say anything. He said, Go back. Go back. So I came out of the car. I said, what do I tell him? He said, go and tell him his days are shortened. So I came down from the car and I walked towards him. I said, when I was coming, Isaac is coming back. I said, did you just tell me my days are numbered? He said, of course, I told you that. I said, you know, I didn't reply you. But I came back by the instructions of the third man of the Holy Trinity. I confused him. He doesn't know anything about the third man, the Holy Trinity. <laughs> he said, I shall tell you, your days are shorted. The chief that stood by him said, Is there not this pastor at the new road? He said, Yes. Ah, you are in trouble, Lord. go and beg him. <laughs> Look at someone, tell him, neighbor, <laughs> step aside. Just step aside. I was relaxed. No tuzzle, nothing. I went home. 13 days later on, it was a dry season, no cloud in the air, no sm- nothing. He went to his office, came back home, having siesta around 2 p.m. A thunder struck. The bolt of the thunder broke his window glass and hit him hard on the bed. Ladies and gentlemen, he died on the spot. The chief that was standing by him when I told him, the third man of the Holy Trinity asked me to tell you, your days are shortened. Went into turn and said, Bishop Isaac has killed your mo. <laughs> that was how the man died. Somebody shot fire. fire. I can't hear you shout fire. Now, when you step aside for that God in heaven, when he takes on your battle, you will sorry for your enemies. I know what I'm talking about right now. I know what I'm talking about. This Sunday morning, by the authority in the name of Jesus, I decree the God of vengeance will show up for your sake. Let your amen be louder than your neighbor. Psalm 105 verse 15. The Bible said, touch not my, my anointed and do my prophet no harm. The Bible didn't say what God will do to you all. It just said, touch not. Do my prophet no harm. If you know you sabi, well, well, go touch him. The Bible didn't say what God is going to do. But those who tried it over the years, it's not funny at all. Somebody shout Hallelujah. Now Isaiah forty nine verse twenty five, I'll read just two scriptures and I drop the mic. Isaiah. But thus saith the Lord: Even the captive of the mighty shall be taken away, and the prey of the terrible shall be delivered. For I will contend with him that contended with you. Hey, somebody shout hey! Yeah. I can't hear you shout hey! Yeah. I will contend with anybody contending with you. Listen, gentlemen, this any evil power that will rise against you, your father in heaven will rise against them. Amen. Let your amen be louder than your neighbor now. Amen. If they try to fly from any country you are coming from, the God will break their wings. They will fall into the sea they will drown and die. I cannot hear your amen now. You're serving the God of vengeance. He will fight your battle. He will take care of that case. Just go to bed and sleep. Now there's one dangerous scripture I want to read for you this morning. Since I found it, I have not been the same. Do you permit me to give it to you? Should I? Second Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 6. I'm closing with that, sir. <laughs> 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 6. If we can have it. seen, Everybody read together. I want to go. Can we go? Sin. It is a righteous thing with God to recompense tribulation to them that trouble you. How many of you know God practices righteousness? <laughs> He's a righteous man. So when God wants to practice righteousness... He looks for those who troubles you. It's a dangerous scripture. Very, very dangerous. When God wants to say I'm a holy God, what does he do? He looks for any man troubling you, whether from your family, on your father and mother, he will look for them. And what will he do? He will recompense tribulation. Now, do you know tribulation is the great grandmother of trouble? Before I pray for you, stand up. Look at someone standing by you, say, Neighbor. I beg you in the name of the Lord. Don't trouble me. (laughs) (laughs) Can I hear you say a (laughs) tequele? Don't you ever trouble me because my God, we give enough tribulation to you. Count me out. What did I say? The broken man say, my hand no day. If you look for my trouble, my hand no day. God will practice righteousness any day, any time. He'll be looking for you. And when his hand, (laughs) somebody say, (laughs) when my my God catch you, eh? It will, will, will put trouble upon trouble upon trouble upon trouble upon trouble when they are plenty enough and he can now call them tribulation. He will carry them <laughs> and put them on your head. That's how dangerous you are. Look at someone. Tell him, neighbor. That's how dangerous you are. Lift your hands and give God the glory. Come on now. That is why you are called Jehovah. That is why you are called Jehovah. What he says he will do. What he say he will do. That is what he will do. That is why you are called Jehovah That is why you are called, come on short That is why you are called Jehovah Everybody sing this song, come on now That is why you are called Jehovah What it says that we do, come on now he said, that is what you will do, ah, that is what you are called, Jehovah. Two minutes, you receive a letter of threat from somebody, maybe an SMS of threat from Nigeria or from this country, just come here. The Lord will reply that letter for you. I, wanna, I just want to make this protocol. Somebody threatened you. Somebody threatened you. Somebody threatened you. You are here. Maybe you are the one God sent me to this morning. A letter of threat and SMS of threat. Bring it on this altar. God will reply the letter for you. you all you need to do is step aside. Leave the vengeance for him. Halalaba yandaba. You are the pillar that holds my life. Why, please help me. Come on now. You are the pillar that holds Master Jesus, you are the pillar that holds. You are the ah. Somebody boosted. Somebody boasted to you. Somebody threatened and boosted. He will deal with you. He will wipe you out. He will show you in this abadine. We came from Nigeria now. I will show you that this Aberdeen. I came here before you. Maybe in your office. In a letter sent to you from Nigeria, a half-brother, a half-sister, an uncle wrote you a letter threatening you. This is your Christianity. This is your God that you are serving. I will see how this God can deliver you. Leave that letter on the altar. God will reply it for you. God will retaliate for Oh my God. He will retaliate for you. He will retali- let him do the retaliation Let him do the retaliation. If that letter is here, bring it on the altar. If you bring the letter to church, put the letter on the altar here. If it's a text, put the phone on the altar. You are the pillar. You are the pillar. Come on, now, taught. It's a test message. Bring it on the altar. Bring that letter here. Bring that letter here. Oh, Master Jesus, you are the pillar. I Just one more time. You are the pillar. Bring the letter, bring the letter, here. Bring the letter here, bring the letter, yeah. You are the pillar, Master Jesus, you are the pillar, Master Jesus, you are the pillar, Lift your hands up. Say, my father, my father, I receive your word today. Say, my father, my father, I believe your word today. In the name of your son, Jesus, every threat, every boasting, every letter, every SMS written to threaten me, I hand them over to you. Ancient of days, uh, retaliate for me. Say, my father, my father, I step aside. I can hear you say, my father, my father, I step aside today. I leave the battle for you. Reply the letter. Reply the SMS. Open your mouth and pray that prayer loud and clear right now. Ala la bayanda bo Lipukoro robo senteri babalama Ilala mundira boska la gadeki la gaturimo sonde Inabraska lige deimo moranda balakaranda ba Thank you Jesus Thank you Jesus Thank you Jesus In Jesus name we are praying Let your amen be louder than your name Your word is gone out heavenly father It cannot return back to you void. The purpose for which the word is said, I decree, let it come to manifestation. Let your amen be louder than your neighbor. Let your amen be louder than your neighbor. Let your amen be louder than your neighbor. Every semence of threat, every letter of threat, said to your sons and daughters, Either from the home office, from the company where they walk, a threat of sack, redundancy. Heavenly Father, I hand them all over to you this morning. I stand on this holy altar. You replied the letter of Sennacherib to Ezekiah. Reply the letters of your children. Retire the letters of your children. In the name of Jesus. Anybody contending their destiny with them. Ah, ah. Everybody lift up your two hands. Anybody contending your destiny with you. Isaiah forty nine twenty five. God said, I will contend with any man contending with you. I pray, may your father in heaven contend with those contending with you let your amen be louder than your name uh. in your father's house in your mother's house anybody contending with your destiny in the family where you marry anybody contending with your destiny may your father in heaven uh, contend with them uh, in the name of jesus in the name of jesus in the name of Jesus. May God send just one angel to the camp of your enemies and finish work for you. I don't like your amen at all. I don't like your amen at all. May God send just one angel and finish your work for you. In the name of God the Father. In the name of God, the Son. In the name of God, the Holy Spirit. God bless you. Give the Lord a clap of him. Thank you. It is done. It is done. It is done. It is done. Welcome. Welcome, Pastor Chris. Keep clapping. Keep clapping. For more information on what you've heard, please visit our website at www.fountainoflove.org.uk. You'll also find other media presentations available to you. Stay blessed in Christ Jesus. Amen.